Good morning, and welcome to HR Tech Weekly, One Step Closer with Stacey Harris and John Seltzer. Morning, Stacey. How are you? Morning, John. I am doing well. I am home today. I just got back from Atlanta yesterday, and I will let everyone know that the uh, airports are still running somewhat smoothly, a little bit longer lines, and the TSA people are doing very, very well. So uh, considering that they're struggling with uh, not being paid right at the moment. But how about you? Are you, are you home this week as well? I, I am home this week. Does this, does this mean when I get on an airplane next week, I have to have money for the TSA tip jar? You know, you, it might not be a bad idea. I would love to say I was being extra nice. I'm generally, I'm always pretty nice, but I was being extra nice this week without a doubt. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the new security thing. You, t- yeah. you can tip your way through security now. <laughs> oh, I, 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 it, it, I, I, Seeing how much they're dealing with, and the lines are longer, and the and because they don't, they have fewer, fewer people. It, it was definitely. I will have to commend every one of them who are there working every day when I know that they're not getting a paycheck, and 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 dealing with the amount of chaos that's happening because of it too. So it's it really is quite amazing. But yeah, tipping your TSA person in some way, maybe just a smile, would be helpful. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it. So so, what's the mailbag today? What's going on? It's been a busy week in the HR tech space. I think things are starting to speed up. We're starting to get people doing a lot of investing. So I didn't get to everything. We'll have more next week, I think, that of some things that happened this week. But I thought some of the stuff that we're going to um, talk a little bit about this week is we're seeing investments in certain areas. Um, obviously, recruiting always gets a lot of investments. But now we're starting to see investments in some of the talent management, workforce management areas. So TalentSoft, which is a large talent management application provider out of the European market, particularly in France. They're probably one of the largest European talent management application providers as a standalone application. They just received 50 million funding. So that's interesting and well worth having some good conversations about today because I think, you know, they are really on target to become what I would consider almost like if you want to call, you know, the cornerstone of Europe to some extent. There, we also wow. saw that. Yeah, I think they're going to be there. They really got some interesting stuff going on there. HR tech company Career Arc. Snagged thirty million. Career Arc is an application that um, kind of manages both job hiring as well as offboarding and outplacement. So there's some interesting stuff going on there. A workforce analytics startup. I think this is worth paying attention to. Linear B raised one point six million. So we got lots of investments. And Quinix, which is a workforce management solution, secured twenty five million. They're out of the UK. So. Remember, we've mentioned workforce management is heating up. There was also some rumors, don't know how much we want to invest in them as far as rumors, but that Salesforce is in preliminary talks to acquire workforce management software, Click Software. So those are, are big topics as far as acquisitions, money investments. We also have some updates from Microsoft Teams. They got a new location sharing smart camera and audio messages. That's probably worth having a little bit of conversation about. And then I know you're getting right ahead in a few months as well as possibly I am, I'm still working out the details, but to Singapore, but Glassdoor enters Singapore and Hong Kong with localized job sites. So it's, it's been a busy week, lots of stuff going on. So let's start talking about all of these workforce management software companies. When you think about workforce management, what does that mean to you? So for me, you know, and this is something I think that it's taken me a while to sort of say, yes, there is a thing called a workforce management suite. Originally. You know, I, I was one of the people who sort of said, you know, are these all time and attendance applications? Is there something beyond time and attendance? And I really do think there is. There's their workforce management applications to me are all about the employee time attendance management elements. And that includes 
labor analysis, that includes time off, that includes family leave tracking, those type of things, as well as the time and attendance tracking elements. So there's a lot of individual applications that go into workforce management, but it really, it surrounds basically your work schedules and time and what you're doing in the job environment from my perspective. So then then this is critical information. If you're trying to build any sort of data construct or understanding your workforce and understanding what it's capable of doing with some sort of intelligent technology, you need to have a workforce management suite in place. You do, yeah. And Okay. And we haven't invested a lot of time in this, to be honest, in the HR tech, at least in the in the in, in the new cloud version of HR technology, right? And today we've spent more time on your core HRMS and your talent management applications, updating all of those applications, sometimes over and over again. Workforce management is having its day this year, I think. I think this is the year you will see workforce management really come out. Um, we, we just saw, I think it was this week or last week, that several relationships and partnerships um, being made around workforce management. We'll talk a little bit more about them next week, but we saw the Workforce Dimensions product from Kronos also. Uh, getting picked up as a partnership across multiple core HRMS environments, um, including, I think, SAP last week as well. So this is a big week for for workforce management announcements. Big week for workforce management announcements. Why do you think it is that the sort of hardcore heart of HR tech hasn't paid much attention to workforce management software over the years? I think it's hard. I don't think anybody wanted to deal with it. <laughs> That's my take. I could be wrong. Someone might could disavow me of that, but <laughs> Wow, wow. So so the the great thing about the industry is it tackles the easy things first, huh? <laughs> Maybe, yes. <laughs> In this case, yes. Workforce management okay. is very complex, especially and it's very industry specific, right? So if you're an hourly workforce versus a uh, uh, what we would consider more of an exempt or non-exempt or workforce right, those differentiations make a huge impact in how you manage things like schedules and how you manage time and attendance discussions, what kind of leave options you have. It connects with benefits. It connects with payroll when it comes to scheduling and what people actually worked. It connects to everything in your HR technology space. It requires an understanding of skill sets if you're in a highly governed area like um, nuclear environments. I mean, um, if you're a nuclear environment, you can't enter a certain room without certain skill sets and certifications. That's tracked by your workforce management application. That's not tracked by anything else in your organization. Huh. Huh. Okay. So now let's look at the news. Now that we have our our workforce management tutorial, (laughs) we start with TalentSoft. And TalentSoft, I bet, doesn't have a workforce management component yet. They don't. They are they're they're focused primarily in the talent management space. They have some relationships with multiple European vendors and non-European vendors in the at core HRMS workforce management space, but they are primarily focused in talent management, employee engagement areas, but they probably have the largest total numbers that we've seen across Europe in aggregate from a pure talent management application software. Now, as part of the announcement, they said that the company was also going to be uh, expanding their European HR tech market and focusing on three priorities, accelerating the company's international development, which the question is, is where is that going? Is that going to be more Asia Pacific? Is that going to be more US based? I'm not sure that they don't really mention that. Investment in HR data management and the employee experience innovations and pivoting towards a platform open to external applications. So my sense is that means that they are 
doing what we're seeing with a lot of the other applications, building out more of a marketplace and connectors because they know that they need that to survive in today's market. So what do you think employee experience means in this context? You you know, I'm, I'm constantly amazed at the exaggeration. A talent management a piece of talent management software. If you're an employee, that's it would have a profile. It would have some sort of learning component and track record of, of what you've learned. It'd have some sort of expression of your interests. It might have a performance management module. But these are things that you don't really spend much time with as an employee. Right? You don't you don't live inside of a system like this. You go there when you have to or when you remember to. So what in the world does employee experience mean in that context? Well, and, and I think, you know, you have to, in this particular space, you really have to understand, at least my take on this is the European perspective around work in some cases versus what would be a very U.S.-centric perspective around work. Oh, ooh, that's interesting. Tell me more. So in my research and, 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 you know, in my conversations with a lot of European organizations, talent management applications are oftentimes used more often in some cases if they're developed and designed appropriately than some of the core HRMS environments or the benefits applications because an employee is with an organization much longer. There's a lot more requirements about letting employees go within the organization. It's not at will in most countries in the European market, right? from a hiring perspective. So there's more of a contract that you owe development and growth to that employee. And if you are keeping employees much longer, you're also wanting to make sure that they have the skill sets you need to move them forward. So there's a lot more focus on development, a lot more focus on relationship building, I think, with the employees in the European market. Now, on the flip side of that, they also don't hire employees quite as easily. So there's a lot more focus on contingent workforces until someone is sure they want to hire them full time. So their contingent workforce management is a bit different as well in many of the European countries. But I would say that, that you know, the kind of talent management challenges we have here where people don't go in and get their performance management conversations taken care of is not the same issues they have in the European market. I think in many cases there, the fact is they need to make sure managers access the system as much as the employees do in some cases. Yeah, but still, still when you talk about it, Employee experience. What 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 that that just means user interface, doesn't it? Um, yeah, and 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 the processes, I would assume, yeah, and the 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 directionals. People sort of are, you know, how easy it is to acquire information or put information into the interface. Yeah. Okay, I see. I see that that TalentSoft um, is almost at a hundred million dollars in annual revenue. Yeah. That's there are there are not very many companies in the world in HR tech who manage to get to a hundred million dollars. There couldn't be thirty of them. Yeah, and and I I I don't really these people don't pop up on my radar very much. Am I just a francophobe? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, they employ over six hundred employees. They're in a hundred and thirty countries, twenty seven languages. I mean. I think you don't see them in the U.S. market very much unless that market is doing, has a lot of employees in the European market. They sort of came on my radar when I started looking at what was happening in the talent management space. And they were one of the few talent management solutions that were continuing to grow while a lot of the other ones in the market were seeing fewer and fewer adoption numbers. But it was definitely all in the European space. So so yeah, I, I don't know the answer as to why they haven't shown up on yours. They showed up in our data set Probably about three years ago, they started showing up when we had more European respondents. 
than the CRC. So they cover recruitment, performance, talent reviews, compensation, learning, and core HR. That's that's, and the creature is very new for them. So that's a, that's part of it looks at what they want to put investments into. Ah, got it. So $50 million to a French company that has $100 million in revenue already. That's that's an interesting bet. Yeah. 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 And we're also seeing money go into other areas, including recruiting, as we have seen, but also outplacement. So Career Arc snagged $30 million this week. So Peak Equity Partners, and we've seen Peak Equity a lot. They, they do a lot of investment in the HR tech space, but they announced that it led a $30 million investment in Career Arc Group. And the transaction will enable Career to build, from their perspective, a long history of providing innovative HR technology solutions, leveraging strong SaaS technology, and continue to grow uh, share in multi-billion dollar addressable markets. So all the sort of language you would get from the financial space is, is what it looks like. But they didn't really say what the money is being used for. Career was founded in 2009, though, and it's out of California there and Burbank, California. And they plan to use the investment to fund aggressive expansion plans and product innovation, which, again, is pretty benign in what they plan to invest in. No real details there. Okay. And then we're into the workforce analytics people. Yeah, I have heard of Linear B before, but I have not seen their product. But Linear B is a workforce analytics startup, and they are receiving $1.6 So we haven't seen many workforce analytics products really take off in the market. The one product that continues to sort of seems to be sort of at the top of, I would say, the list of most people who are doing workforce analytics would definitely be Vizier. Many of the other products that were out in the market are acquired pretty quickly by larger organizations. So to see a, a smaller group starting to starting to get some some money invested in them, do you think you know we'll see more workforce analytics applications? Conversation I'm hearing is that they're they're embedded more in the bigger platforms that that's where they make more sense. But but this is a small startup. It sounds like. Well, and this is this is a particular thing. I think I think the idea that you can measure, understand, assess, and improve work. And that that falls under the rubric of workforce analytics. I think that's an interesting, an interesting thing. There's a there's a pretty big spectrum of opinion about what workforce analytics is, mm-hmm. right? And this particular this particular company, what they do is they look at quality and efficiency of the software development team. Right. So, so, so it's, it's again, you know, there's, there's, there's a fair amount of work being done in sort of skills assessment where you write code and it's a test and, and the system comes along and evaluates the quality of the code that you write. And they use that as a skills assessment for software developers in the recruiting process. This is like applying that in real time to code as it's being developed inside of a company and using that as the performance management system. So, so workforce analytics is a, uh, it may not be the exact right name for this functionality, but I'm not sure that there is a good one yet. It's it's like if you were on an assembly line in a car factory and the robot that you work with kept track of how well you did your job. Well, okay. So so it's workforce analytics, but not in the we're gonna analyze everything, but in this very just in this very particular area. I, I 
Yeah, yeah, like like good workforce analytics, in my mind, might look at the relationship between attrition in the graphics department and profitability of the company yeah. as a whole in the search for some hypothesis about where the leverage points are so that you can increase the profitability and sustainability of the company. That's, I think, what most uh, advanced workforce analytics operations do. But this idea that that individual worker productivity and team productivity rolls up into that, I think that, I think that's a pretty interesting idea. But whether or not people in operations are going to trust HR or do that work, that's a, that's, a that's another question. Yeah, that, that I think is the, the bigger question oftentimes. And that is often the, the challenge with workforce analytics, but also with workforce management. You know, when we talk about applications that are starting to look at operations level metrics, operations wants to own that on some level. And so the question is, is, is that even though HR is held accountable to getting an understanding of that in the organization, operations is very hesitant to let go of it. So, yeah, that would be surprising to see some of that shift. Yep. Yep. So and the so other next, yeah, the, the, which sort of right along the same line is Quinix. So Quinix secured twenty five million to what they say revolutionize the workforce management industry. I love all the the, the language they use sometimes in these, but but Quinix is a, a, what I would say is a traditional workforce management application that is very industry focused. They they note the industries of retail, healthcare, hospitality, transportation, warehousing. Again, all of those more complex areas. They're located out of the UK. I have not had the opportunity to brief with them, but I, I have seen them at events and talked a little bit to some of the people who run their applications. They currently manage about 500,000 employees on their platform, and it looks like they're really looking at investing more in, in the, the growth of the application. But this is not one of those applications that you see at the front end of what's happening in the workforce management space, but they're one of the many, what I would call industry specific or very unique niche workforce management applications. So this tool, Quinix, does scheduling, communications about scheduling specific task management, and with those pieces is able to interface directly with a payroll system. That's is what that I see, yeah, see from, from what I can see on their website and what I've talked to their, their group about. They're much more focused on the sort of hourly scheduling time tracking component as well. They also do time tracking, it looks like, as well. And tap. So you could be excused for confusing them with a time card company or a time well, clock but they, company. But I think that's the difference between sort of the software that runs on time cards, right? And time card companies and, and time clocks and the time clocks themselves, right? Most of the large workforce management applications have started to remove themselves a little bit from the time clock sales, although some still make quite a bit of money off of that and have focused primarily on the applications that people use to track that time and those schedules and things. Got it. Okay. Well, the money is just raining everywhere. Now let's go to Microsoft Teams. Yeah, this one, I, this was from last week, and I, and I wanted to make sure we got a little bit of time to talk about it because I, I, I think your perspective on this would be interesting. But Microsoft Teams is getting location sharing, smart camera, and audio messages. And this came out the first of the year. And, you know, Microsoft Teams, I, I don't know how many people are actually using the Teams application. I mean, and obviously, Microsoft Office and the Microsoft sort of uh, Sky tools now are almost embedded in any work environment that is Microsoft Office focused and has Office 365. But Microsoft Teams 
we have it in our organization. It sort of gets used. But it seems like they're trying to make it sort of the next competitor to what might be Facebook or to a Slack version with, you know, sort of sharing and social media. But now they're doing location sharing, smart camera, and audio messages, which means they're sort of, that's a little bit more intrusive, I think, in, in your workspace. At least it seems to me. But, but I don't know. Do you think that's, that's going to, are we going to get to a point where we're comfortable with, you know, sort of everything we're doing being, being tracked in that way? I'm not sure it matters whether or not we're comfortable. It's going to be tracked. <laughs> it's going to absolutely be tracked. And I think it'd be really interesting to spend some time if you're out there listening, we're, 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 we're ready to take the call to the people at Microsoft Teams. I mean, they claim 329,000 customer organizations for Microsoft Teams. And the remarkable thing about that is with 329,000 organizations in their, in their payroll, I've not ever talked to anybody besides you who's, who's actually seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> so... That, you know, they might count me as a user of Outlook because I downloaded it because I didn't have any choice, right? And <laughs> and so, and so be the believability of Microsoft numbers is always a, a crazy thing because they're so used to the inflated, bloated claims that you can make if you force people to download your stuff. Yeah, if you attach it to something that they will have to buy, yeah. But it's clear that there's a that there is a gathering storm cloud called Microsoft that is coming to the HR tech industry because what they what they what they talk about later in this in this story is that there's a praise element which is recognition out of boys automated out of boys that I can't believe that's a business but apparently it's a big business and more interesting, the graph API. And yeah. the graph API is, is sort of a, a spin on social graphs, and it allows you to do schedule management, which that, that's, that's interesting. I, I, I would love to know more about that. Yeah, I will have to say this bottom part is the part I think that when I pulled this conversation, I said, I really want to make sure we talk about it, it was because of this last piece here. So. When you talk about time tracking and when you talk about video cameras and audio messaging, that's one level of sort of checking in on things. But it also gives you more capability to do the workforce management things like time tracking and scheduling because now you know where people are at, what they're doing, and you can connect that with what they should be doing. Again, can be very, you know, that that creepy line we've talked about often on, on HR could definitely be crossed with all of this, but it's almost like Microsoft is backing into an HR application versus building it from the front forward like we've seen with other you know, HR applications. And we see this also with Salesforce.com and other organizations, right? They're, they're sort of taking all the pieces and parts that they know are needed, and then they're going to sort of get to this, at least what they think is the more usable application version of a workforce management tool because they now have APIs that will connect this graph API and other shift management tools, and they're going to have location. So now you can know where someone is at and what time they log in. I mean, all of that stuff is things we're seeing happening in workforce management, but it's not designed specifically for it in the first place. So it's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Microsoft is changing. Microsoft is rediscovering its core capacity to innovate, and they are huge. And and so so we should expect to see more of them come through the space. Yeah, and as sort of a wrap up in our our conversation today, I think it, it behooves us to talk a little bit about what Salesforce is then talking about doing. Now they're actually talking about acquiring a workforce management application called Click Software. So it's a deal that's being discussed. The value of Click Software is around 1.5 billion. Is, is what it says. That's a. a I'm, I've I've been sort of racking my brain thinking, have I talked to Click Software because that's a pretty big value number on an application that I haven't seen a lot of. And so far, that's about all the information that we have on that. At the time that the company, um, this was, you know, the conversation was taking place, there were 700 people worldwide, 220 of them in Israel and the uh, Click Software organization. So I don't know, this will be interesting to see what Salesforce and Click Software do, but it means that Salesforce is trying to get into the workforce management space by acquiring someone. It's got to be it's got to be the case that this is workforce management for salespeople. And I don't have the slightest idea what that means because salespeople generally don't punch a clock. Yeah. <laughs> right? So so we should ratchet up the somebody somebody from Click Software ought to get in touch cuz workforce management for salespeople is a good question. Well, they they call it at least what uh, Clickforce Software does on their website calls it the uh, field service organizations and mobile workforces. So I think this would be more probably the people who go out and do things like put in your networking cables, that kind of stuff. These are field service organizations. So, and again, I'm not sure how that fits with Salesforce, unless you're going to start to track sort of the field Salesforce reach, I guess, who they touch, how often they touch, what times, that kind of thing from a scheduling perspective. That might be part of it. But yeah, it's it's an interesting mix. Now, we've seen Salesforce pick up and acquire some interesting applications in the past. Like, it was, wasn't it they picked up Ripple, which was a rewards and, and performance management application back in the day? Right. But it never quite went anywhere from an HR perspective. They had tried to do like a, a Salesforce for HR that didn't quite get out of the gate as well as it, it could have. Do you think workforce management will be any different for them? I have no idea. I have <laughs> no idea whatsoever. I, to me, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have a deep enough grasp of Salesforce. It, it feels like a black hole into which things go never to be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> So, so let's let's keep our ears open and uh, learn more about Salesforce as it comes along. And we are at the end of our time together. Yeah. So next week, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about what Glassdoor is doing in Singapore and Hong Kong and get some updates on what's happening in the rest of the market. But it's been fun as usual, John. We always have good time sort of going through the interesting things of the week from HR technology here. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to do this, Stacey. And thanks, everybody, for listening. You've been with us on HR Tech Weekly, One Step Closer with John Sumter and Stacey Harris, and we will see you here next week. Bye-bye now. Bye, everyone.